Hello, and welcome to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast, where we focus on all of the challenging things that we're working to overcome, like anxiety, obesity, and health and relationship issues. My name is Sarah. Today on the show, I wanted to focus on what the COVID is going on. Basically, I think so many things are happening right now um, that relate really well to mental health, to anxiety, to obesity, and I just wanted to walk through some of the things that are keeping me busy during this time of self-isolation. For me, staying busy is one of the things that is definitely keeping me um, feeling more like myself. So I'm really fortunate at this point during the self-isolation that I am working from home, um, but I also have my kids at home doing their schooling, and then on top of that, my husband's here as well. So we definitely have a lot of people inside the home and relationship dynamics and the homeschooling pieces are uh, definitely keeping me busy, but I've been really trying to invest in some of my hobbies as well. At first, it felt a little bit overwhelming, um, but then the past few weeks, definitely I'm on week 11, starting week 11 of um, self-isolation. And the past few weeks, I would say I've kind of gotten into a groove and um, some of the things that I invested some time in initially, are either starting to pay off or starting to come to fruition. So um, I'm feeling a lot more like myself. So one of the things that I know a lot of people took to initially was baking. And being that I'm gluten-free and dairy-free, part of the reason I even started to bake a few things was just um, access to to food and, and fresh baked goods because I'm not exactly heading into the city to a bakery with fresh gluten-free um, goodies and so some of these were just as treats. So I've tried a few hits. Uh, one of them was a chocolate banana bread. That turned out really well. Instead of doing it in a loaf pan, I did it in a cake pan and so it seemed like um, almost like a chocolate cake. Another one that I tried was a gluten-free version of an apple fritter loaf. So again, just working off a regular apple fritter loaf recipe and then um, substituting in all the gluten-free, dairy-free, egg-free stuff uh, to make it that way. And then I also did gluten-dairy-free donuts. My daughter loves donuts. She totally misses going to Tim Hortons every day. I know um, a lot of coffee shops are still open and they certainly are, but um, it was more just uh, we're not going out and about every day. So getting her access to a fresh donut was kind of special. Those have been kind of the biggest um, baking things, I guess, for the past little while. But um, my daughter does have a birthday coming up in less than a month. So her cake will kind of be my next big hurdle. She wants a chocolate cake, but she wants a mermaid theme. And I am not a cake decorator. So I'm not sure how that's going to go and how it's going to taste. But um, (laughs) we'll get there. The next thing that seems to be taking up a lot of my time for sure is cooking. So it feels nonstop. I mean, everyone's home and everyone's hungry. It feels like all the time. Even when I do try to do big batches of things, it seems to just get eaten up. So I'm, I've heard a lot of people saying like, do big batch. And especially when I do a, a, what seems like a lot of meat, um, it tends to just 
go. So I am struggling a bit with that. But one of my successes was I made chicken bites. And so uh, to do them gluten-free, dairy-free, egg-free, I used some rice flour, throwing in some pink uh, Himalayan salt, some Tex-Mex spice, regular salt, a little garlic powder, and then just cutting up um, boneless chicken into small bits and then putting them on a cookie sheet with some oil um, and cooking them at a high about like 400, 425 temperature and flipping and they turned out nice and crispy. My husband actually thought it tasted like KFC. So um, for him to say that of something gluten-free was, you know, positive. Another thing I've done is um, fried rice. So again, making it gluten-free. I didn't use egg in order to keep it egg-free. I've been making a lot of beef burgers just in my cast iron pan. So uh, really simple, just getting uh, club packages of um, extra lean or lean ground beef. And then I just put them into a burger patty. I don't use a binder. I don't use anything like that because in the pan, they don't seem to come apart. And then as soon as I put them into the pan, I just salt and pepper each side as they cook. And that seems to be keeping everybody happy. Um, I did do an early crock pot curry chicken, which my husband and I really loved, but uh, the kids weren't too crazy about the, the curry flavor. And we've been doing a lot of breakfast for dinner. I typically do that anyway, but um, it seems to be kind of saving me on the days that I haven't um, taken anything out. I'm finding when I place my grocery orders, um, a lot of times a few of the key dinner ingredients don't get in, put into the order like I order them but they seem to not be able to substitute or fulfill what I'm asking for so I am finding every week I kind of have a list of meals that I'm going to make but then I usually have to retool because either the chicken breast didn't come or um, you know a key vegetable for a dish didn't come or one week the rice didn't come so it was kind of hard to do like a fried rice side dish so anyway um, I am finding that to be a bit challenging I don't know if others find that with their grocery provider um, I am loving that I'm able to order the groceries but it is a little challenging when especially the key kind of meat ingredient doesn't come so besides those two things, another chore um, right now has been cleaning. So I am feeling like with everybody being home, the house is dirty. I'm, and I can't say that I'm cleaning all of the time, but I'm trying to keep on top of it, especially given that we're trying to keep germs to a minimum. So one thing I did invest in was the doTERRA, which is an essential oil company, has an on-guard cleaning uh, product. And it looks really small when you buy it but then when you get it home you're supposed to dilute it with water um, and so it actually does last really well it's got a great almost like a cinnamony smell normally when I'm cleaning with more natural products they're very vinegary and my kids are always kind of like oh it smells like you know fish and chip vinegar in here um, where this was is really nice smelling so I would totally recommend that um, but yeah, not cleaning as much as I can and uh, no help available for cleaning. So just trying to keep at it. 
So in terms of some of the um, things to combat weight gain, I have been working out a lot. I still have been putting on a little bit of weight and I think it's just the lack of routine, eating at different times. I'm trying to incorporate a little bit of intermittent fasting to help fight that right now as well. But I have been running a lot and I am training for a half marathon. I don't know when, if I'll ever actually run in a race style, but my goal is to just be able to run that on a weekend. So right now I'm at nine miles. I had progressed really well and then I had a knee issue and so I've had to kind of uh, scale it back a little bit and work back up but feeling pretty good about um, this weekend's nine miles. I've also been just recently the past couple weeks started connecting with a friend online through Zoom and we've been doing yoga twice a week, kind of just a standing thing. And so it gives us a few minutes to chat and then um, we do our yoga class uh, classes. Sometimes we do like even two smaller classes, like to get an hour in. And, uh, that's, that's been really fun. And I think that's been helping with the knee because I've been doing a lot, um, more stretching, even just post run. And then also adding in this, uh, yoga through zoom. One of the other things I've talked about before is the Peloton app. Um, being home during these 11 weeks, I've been able to dive a little bit further. So before I had only really done cycling um, through the app and running, both indoor, outdoor, but I have uh, dove into some of the boot camps, which are really cool and a really great workout. Some of the strength workouts, my kids and I did a dancing workout um, which was kind of fun and there's stretching on there. There's yoga. I did one week where I was doing like the little 10 minute yoga bursts every day. So that was really great. And then they also have meditation. So I think that's most of what I've tried, but I've kind of tried just about everything at this point, which is, um, making it a lot more bang for my buck because I can't go to a gym. Um, my gym membership, uh, is at a place that's close to my office and gyms are closed and I'm not going to the office. So, uh, I'm not using that right now. Another kind of fun thing I've been doing is, uh, crafting. So I'm not a huge craft person at all. I'm not very creative in that way. When I make things, they tend to just look not right. Um, and I don't have a lot of patience for learning really tough crafts. But years ago, when my sister got pregnant with her first baby, I wanted to do something really special. And I had heard of these rag quilts where you just basically cut a whole bunch of flannel squares, different sizes, you sew them together, and then you create like a fringe and then you cut the fringe and then as you wash it it starts to look raggy and it's kind of a cute thing to do um, for babies because you can pick all these really nice uh, pretty soft flannel uh, fabrics to make the, the, the quilt out of. So I started with that one for my sister's daughter. Then she had a son. So I did a second one for her son. Then I did one for my son. Then I did one for her third child and then my daughter. And so after that, I'd done five of these quilts. Nobody's having any more babies. And I thought I was done. But 
when we moved, I realized I had a lot of leftover squares from the various quilts. And I've done something where on each quilt, I'll use a square from the previous quilt to kind of blend them together because we're all family. Um, and I thought that was kind of a nice way to do it. And so I've got some squares left from those quilts. And then I also had a bunch of receiving blankets. So I thought it would be kind of a neat way to use some of these receiving blankets to put them into a quilt. So I decided I'm going to make this quilt for myself and I have done all the cutting so far and started sewing some of the squares. I'm not done. It's going to be, you know, a project because I do find that sitting at the sewing machine gets a little bit hard on my back and um, it's hard to find time. I'll be honest to sit at a sewing machine for too long. So I'm trying to just do little spurts of it, but it's kind of like a, you know, background project. Um, more recently, our weather has been fantastic. So I've been out in the garden trying to um, basically rescue a new bed that I made last year that kind of got overtaken with grass. Um, I think I have a plan for that one. And then I've wanted to plant some vegetables. So I was lucky enough that one of our neighbors offered me some tomato plants that she has started from seed and then I had um, some arugula seeds that I decided to throw in and I'll see what else I have ordered a few other seeds it may be a little late to plant them but I'm gonna give it a go it's kind of looking like a bit of an experiment year last year I also planted in one of our beds some raspberries blackberries and rhubarb I'm not sure what's coming back um but again experimenting in the garden this year that's taking some time for sure once you get out there it's also a great way to get the vitamin d fresh air and maybe a little bit of a tan uh, i've also been doing a lot of reading um and i'll be honest sometimes it's in little spurts so i did finish a book early on in the quarantine by Elizabeth Gilbert called City of Girls. Loved that. And then I got another one of hers um, called The Signature of All Things. It's been a much slower read for me. And I, it's partly just because every time I sit down to read, somebody wants to do something else. Like my daughter will want to play a game or she'll say, oh, please watch this movie with me. Or I'll go outside and then I'll think, oh, I should probably get at some of those weeds in the garden. So I tend to come up with other things. Not that I'm not enjoying the book. I'm only on page 90. But um, it's just been a slower, slower read. I find I go through nonfiction a lot faster. So I also finished Dave Hollis's book, Get Out of Your Own Way. Um, because with nonfiction, I find I can do these little snippets and you don't really take time to get back into the story. It just kind of, you can read a chapter at a time and then, you know, boom, you're on to the next thing. I've ordered two other nonfiction books that are on the way. One by Glennon Doyle called Untamed, which I'm excited to read. And another by Jen Hatmaker, who I saw at Rise uh, Toronto in March. And hers is... Um, uh, kind of more of a memoir and I'm really excited to read that as well because I've been listening to a lot of her podcasts and she is very inspirational and has a lot to say about um, you know women and strength and so I think it's going to be a great read and I'll likely provide reviews of those two on the podcast after I get through them. One other really 
kind of struggly thing that I've been doing and I got to initially really quickly in the self-isolation period is organizing. So going through kids' closets, going through my linen closet, we um, don't have a pantry in this house, so I kind of created one in our laundry room. There's a lot of shelving, and because I was trying to buy a little bit more food so that we weren't constantly running out of food, um, like it seems every week, then I created a new pantry in, in that room. And then the other thing is we have a storage room, and that really needed some love, so we had to... Um, go through and get rid of a lot of junk that we moved and didn't really need. So we had a garbage bin hauled in and that was um, a bit of a weekend project, but uh, it's, it's looking a lot better than it was. The last thing besides, you know, work and mothering and homeschooling and all those things that's keeping me busy in my spare-ish time is writing. So I've mentioned a few times I am working on a book. I recently got back some edits and so I'm going through those. I'm about halfway, but um, it's pretty exciting to get some feedback on the work and um, progress. So I, I think I've said I'm looking at about a six-month period for the book. It's a middle grade novel and I'm hoping that this will mean by the end of 2020 I've published my book. So I'm going to keep at that as well. Um, I, one of the cool things I would say about all of these things is they all take different energies. So depending on what I'm feeling like I have energy for, or sometimes depending on the weather, I can choose different hobbies to really spend my time with. Um, the last thing I guess would be, you know, I have been watching TV more than I normally would get time to do. I've been trying to sit down even with my kids at night, which on normal work days never happens because that time is always, if they are sitting watching a show right before bed, I am making lunches and I'm running around packing bags and I'm usually still trying to fit in the last little bits of things or um, sometimes still cleaning up the kitchen. So I've been trying to take that little bit of extra time um, and watch some, some movies with them. We watched um, the new Maleficent movie. We've watched Frozen 2, all on Disney+. Plus. Um, my daughter is into movies that have music. So we watched uh, the Camp Rock movies and High School Musical and those kinds of things. Um, we did um, kind of an e-online event that the Toronto Zoo hosted on our long weekend in Canada where you got to tune in and see some of the zoo animals which was kind of fun as well um, and then I've been watching a few shows in the gym while I'm doing my weightlifting workouts so I finished Never Have I Ever which is a Mindy Kaling series and then the last thing I just have started is Dead to Me which uh, has Christina Applegate and uh, it's quite interesting so far. I'm only a couple episodes in, but um, different than I was expecting. So, you know, there's always TV if the weather's bad and none of these things feel right to me. But, um, you know, to do anything like writing or reading, you have to feel a little bit more in touch with your brain. So I can't usually 
do too much of that when I've had a full work day um, because I do write and do a lot of analysis and stuff for my job. So um, that kind of tends to come on the weekend. And then, um, you know, some of the more physical tasks I try to build into work days as well. So I'm hoping that this list of all of the things that are keeping me busy as of week 11 of self-isolation will be helpful for you. Maybe there's something in there that you hadn't thought to do, or maybe, um, you know, you've got some awesome ideas. And so I might try to get these up on the blog. And if there's any feedback on them um, or any other ideas, that'd be great. Certainly a lot of the things that I've talked about, I have posted on my Instagram account. So you you can check that out at at Sarah, S-A-R-A, Lady Gluten, L-A-D-Y-G-L-U-T-E-N. Um, lots of pictures on the things that I bake for sure um, and, and some of the other things that I mentioned as well. So thanks for listening today. As I said, I hope it was helpful and that you've enjoyed the podcast. As always, this is just based on my experience, you know, no, um, no intended advice. If you do like the podcast, consider subscribing. You can also follow my blog at www.theallergybeast.wordpress.com. And again, following on Instagram at at Sarah, S-A-R-A, Lady Gluten, L-A-D-Y-G-L-U-T-E-N. And I will see you next week.